ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once more to After the Movie. My name is Erica. Across from me, as always, is Bob. Yo. And as promised, uh, after last week's episode, uh, we are here discussing Avengers Endgame. Indeed. But as is our want, first we're going to... Uh, Figure out where the microphone is so you can put your face in front that of it usually correctly. Help. That's usually helpful, yeah. yes. Uh, we are going to take a screaming turn, left turn, I believe, into I the trailer. I think we settled on left. I do believe we settled on left, okay. into the trailer part. Now, uh, most of these trailers are stuff that we've already discussed. Uh, three of them are not, so I think we'll just hit those highlights. Uh, 21 Bridges, which looks like a a cop movie from the visionary directors of uh, uh, Avengers Infinity War and the Russo brothers. Don't don't hit me with visionary. <coughs> You're not visionary. Okay? At least it wasn't cinematic game changers. Well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> uh, so, cop movie with uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Looks like it could be a decent action movie. I don't know. Yeah. It didn't really... No. Grab hold of me or anything. No. Uh, the other ones, uh, these are all three that we've already spoken about. Long Shot, Secret Life of Pets, and uh, The Dark Phoenix. Uh-huh. Which I keep forgetting is coming out this year. Uh, it's funny because it has no meaning and no... There's really no point to it at all. No. Uh, then we got the uh, Lion King trailer. Why? Here's the thing. You hit me with that music, I'm always going to get a little misty, because I love The Lion King. The uh-huh. original Lion King is like, if you're, if you're a millennial, which we are, I know that hurts you to hear, but we are, The Lion King is one of those movies for you, uh-huh. you know? And this, 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 they're calling it a live action remake, but it's all CG animals. Right. So it's just kind of like, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? Fuck if I know. John Oliver as Zazu is inspired casting, though. I will give them that. Yes. But I just don't give a shit about the rest of it. We will stay home and we will watch the original on our glorious television. Uh-huh. Save a little money. Yep. Do an episode on the old one. On the original. Yep. The superior version. I, I, I'm also going to pause for a moment to apologize to our listeners. For your hacking? For my hacking. I'm I'm trying my best to do it off mic, uh, but uh, it just does not want to die. I think that's kind of on our brand. We do a lot of sniffs, hacks, coughs. We apologize, folks. And then we had the uh, uh, the new trailer for Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker, which I don't think we've discussed. Uh, I don't think we have. Uh, we have well, we haven't seen it at a movie in the theaters, so. Well, I mean that's never stopped us from talking about trailers we've seen before uh well i don't think we covered it on subtle interference though either so i don't know that we did but um i mean you're not getting a lot i'm we're going to see it I oh mean, we're definitely gonna see it yeah um hopefully there will be no gastrointestinal I mean, you, distress you this year you can't hit me with that music oh i get misty every time and did not get me every time every time it's like when you hit me with the Lion King music. That da, na, na. 
na na na. Oh, I like start weeping openly. I I went to a John Williams concert where he conducted the Boston Pops playing movie music. I hit you with that. You start bawling. Oh God, I was a fucking mess. Yep. Yep. People around me are like, God, <laughs> act like you've been here before. He's making us uncomfortable. I hope I didn't make anyone uncomfortable. But he didn't do Jurassic Park. Which seems criminal to me. I was so sad. Like, wait, what are we even doing here? Although, uh, you, the, the other one that hit me actually pretty hard was uh, Superman. Well, when you hear that opening fanfare. Mm-hmm. When you realize what they've done to the character over the years, and it's just like... That was sigh. that was long before. Long before, yes. yes. Long before. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, from the trailer, you don't get a heck of a lot out of it. The you're title going. is you're going. confusing. You know you're going. That's all there is to it. You got the emperor laughing at the end. You're going. You're going to the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Just like you were going to this movie. Like every single human being on the face of the planet Earth. Yes. At least the ones that survived. Yes. And some that didn't, because you didn't survive, but you still win, so. Yeah. That was cool. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, screech out of the trailer park. I don't think we have anything to talk about on uh, We Are Living in a Society. No, I... It was like with the last Avengers movie that we saw at the Marcus. Everyone was very quiet. Yeah. There was one little kid who was a little, but it wasn't that bad. I did um, I did realize, like, so every movie we've gone to since before this movie um, has been that over the last few months has been, I've, you know, been over the winter. So I've typically had long sleeves on, and so it's covered up my watch. Um, but I think I had my sleeves rolled up, and like every time something happened, my watch it was, and like so maybe like twenty minutes in the movie, I I realized okay this is getting annoying, and flipped it over to theater mode. So if I was annoying anyone, I apologize. Theater mode should have fixed it. <laughs> All right, so obviously this is the first week this movie has come out. Spoilers abound. What are you staring at? Ants. Ants? Oh. Gross. I had to put the ant traps out again. Yeah. We should edit this part out. Nah, leave it in. <laughs> this is gold. It's relevant. Ants, Ants Man. Surprisingly relevant to the movie. <laughs> so, spoilers abound, folks. Yeah. Uh, this was, I guess, technically opening night, even though I think it came, like, there were showings on Tuesday. I don't know the, what the official opening date was. Maybe it was Wednesday. Yeah. I do, I do wonder, like, how much that skews things. You know, because they always, um, they always, uh, give numbers for opening weekend well and what is the are they including the tuesday wednesday thursday before right what what's getting included in that so uh what you know i don't it doesn't really matter that much to me but it is kind of a curiosity um overall impressions robert what did you think 
Uh, Did you find it to be a satisfying conclusion to the Marvel stories thus far? I I am surprised at how satisfied I feel. I have a question for you. Yes. Because I think I know the answer to it. Uh Uh-huh. Because I thought I felt you going a little. Uh Uh-huh. Did it get to you? Did it get to you, Bob? Did it get to you? What are you talking about? Did you squirt a little? Were you crying? Or were you just trying to cover up your coughing? Because I guess it could be either way. But for what? What do you think is what got me? Hmm. Was a cat picking up the hammer? No. Which, rad as fuck. Yes. That was glorious. Uh-huh. Then I'm not sure. Because I got a little misty when Tony and Pete hugged. That got me. I yeah, know, I you did don't that care for about me. that. Um, I didn't really cry. Again, spoilers. Uh, just don't listen to this podcast if you haven't watched the movie yet, though. I think everyone and their mother is going to see it this weekend, so... By the time this comes out, you should be good. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I didn't... I eh, When Tony died, because I knew that was coming. Because mm-hmm. when they were like, oh, he has a daughter, it's like, oh, Tony. Oh, yeah, it was telegraphed hard. Oh, you're so dead. Um, I really lost it when uh, uh, Cap gives the shield to uh, Sam. Mm-hmm. That really got me. And then just the whole, like, last couple of minutes like just yeah coming down the cheeks just yeah because you know what bob you have your ships you have your ships and it's okay if they're not canon that's why we have fan fiction all i'm all i'm saying is if you truly love someone you don't go back in time and then you know live a life without them mm-hmm. that's why we have fan fiction bob <laughs> No, what got me uh, was uh, when Pepper gives him permission to die. Oh, yeah. 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 That was hard. And not in like a uh, Bane kind of way. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have my permission to die. die. (laughs) It's more of a, yes, it's it's more of a loving, you're good, honey. It's all right. We, We took care of it. Right. I appreciate they got her in a suit. Well, you know, they, um, they, at the beginning of the movie, um, her appearance is kind of scattered. It was like, oh, they couldn't get Gwyneth on certain days. Well, yeah, she shows up and then he's like hanging with the daughter's name is Morgan. And... You're kind of like, why is Gwen not in these scenes? This is a little weird. Yeah, it's a little odd. But then he puts her to bed and Gwen is on, like, the couch. Okay, Bob was trying to do something quietly there and failed miserably. But we're going to give him points for the the effort because I think that's that's key here. When when the act of noise canceling fails (laughs) uh, because the battery dries up... uh, I can't really hear. <laughs> so um yeah, no, so that was that was a little weird. But uh cuz it's like really you can get anyone. You got all the money in the world. Kick when she, she doesn't leave LA. She's not doing anything. Like come on, guys. Come on. This shouldn't be that difficult. 
But then she showed back up and it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. She yeah. didn't just magically phantom out of the movie. And then she's in the ending too, which right. was pretty cool. You even got Natalie Portman back. She's there for literally five seconds, but she came back. Yeah. Which is like shocking to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, think about just how much money Disney has to get uh, how much and how much of that they parted with to get her for literal seconds. I don't think she says anything. Uh, no. Though a lot of people that show up don't say anything. I mean, they may not have even got her. They may have, that just may have been a double. No, I think they it put was her. her. Face on it. Yeah, no, no. I think she actually showed up. Um Oh, cuz this is this is a long movie. This is a very long movie. And I will say that right when we were hitting that final battle, I was getting a little okay. And then the final battle started and I was back into it, but you're getting to it where it was just like, okay, guys, like, let's it was go. Getting a, let's go. Well, okay. you know you know what it is. So, this movie is the first three episodes of Game of Thrones season eight. It, it just, just in one movie. No, I think game, the first three episodes of this season of Game of Thrones are even longer than <laughs> Endgame. Because tomorrow, or uh, uh, Sunday's episode is supposed to be like 120, uh, not 120, like an hour and a half long. Yeah. It's one of the longer ones. Yeah. So that was fun. We had the emotional trauma of Endgame this evening, and then they're going to kill everyone you love on Game of Thrones on Sunday. Yes. So it's a fun, feel-good weekend. Yes. Yeah. It's good times. Uh, I thought, uh, in general, I felt... uh, that they did a good job with the story and making things tie together. I liked the way they handled the time travel. Yeah. Because sometimes you do time travel and it gets a little... Timey-wimey. Though I do appreciate that the uh, events were put in motion because a rat walked over a computer screen. <laughs> right? <laughs> Well, and I appreciated that, you know, some time had passed, um, and, you know, they had time to actually develop as characters before jumping back into Right, where it was the just, the, there's nothing we can do, there's literally nothing we can do. Yeah. We have to try and figure out how to move on. Right. So, um, one thing I did want to touch on. Yes. Um. So, before the movie came out, the directors, the Russo brothers, were kind of uh, touting uh, that they had a they had some LBGTQ plus representation uh, in here, and the uh, kind of we'll call them scraps because that's what it was uh, during that scene with uh, Steve is having a um, support group meeting with people who survived. And one of the guys, I think it's one of the directors, actually, is talking about how um, he's dating again. And he was at dinner with a, a gentleman. And it's just kind of like, you realize that's not what people are talking about when they're uh, asking for more representation, right? If it doesn't happen on screen in a visual way, it it doesn't happen. No, it's just like, really? That's, that's, that's the thing you were touting there? Come on, man. 
Well, and come on, just don't even say anything about it then. Yeah, because all you're gonna do is piss people off. Right. Um, because that's just like yeah, there you go. That's the kind of thing you put it in there. And don't even call attention to it. Don't no, and you know what people point out. You know, people would say, "Oh, oh hey, nice that." But you know, I would rather your, that Carol Danvers was you know making out with her uh, uh, her her friend from before. But sure, okay. But you know, if you're if you're gonna give yourself a pat on the back, it, uh, back, it better be for something worthwhile, right? And that wasn't that wasn't at all. No, so. um, and. Uh, <coughs> you know, it's like I get it. It's an established franchise, and you've got you've set rules to this universe, and you've set these characters as who they are, and you're not going to change that. But you know, shoehorning something in um, just to be able to say you did. Okay, you saw the we- same Captain Marvel movie as I did. Yeah, she's making eyes. They're both making eyes. Just do it. Just pull the fucking trigger, guys. Come on. What are you, what are you, what are you, what are we even doing here? What do now, Bob? What do now? What do now? <sighs> so how how else should we we kind of tackle this cuz it is a large unwieldy yeah, it is. sort of thing. Well, <coughs> I mean if you start you start at the beginning um you know, it starts before the end of Infinity War with Clint and his family. and uh, Now, did you find that this was an effective use of Hawkeye having not had him in the previous film? Uh, no. No? Not really. Um, I, you know, they're... They're, you know, they had a purpose to it. And, like, I, I, I completely understand what the purpose of this scene is mm-hmm. in the context of the movie. Um, but it just, for me, it would have been more effective at the, if it had happened in the last movie. Um, I think what they were going for is, like, they wanted to give you the refresher without... Um, because of the two people who didn't see Infinity War, right? We're like, oh, let me let oh, me check out what this. happened. What is this end? Avengers? What is that? Um, but you know, even before we go that deep, um, that deep. That's like the first scene in the movie. I know, but I, I just want to talk about timing of release of the movies. Sure. So you had Infinity War come out. What it was last. It was either late April or early May last year. Right. So you had a year gap mm-hmm. between Infinity War and this movie. What I would have rather they do is they should have matrixed it. Where That's it's exactly my thought. Spring. Months. And then it comes out in like Thanksgiving, Christmas time-ish. Yeah. I, I don't really understand why they waited the full year. Because they filmed it all together, right? I don't know what they did, actually. There may have been some separation, if memory serves. But I thought they, I thought they did it all together. I'm not sure. Um, I don't quite recall. I mean, this thing required so much uh, effects work. They probably spent the whole year um, compiling uh, and rendering. A lot of particle effects in those last scenes, Bob. <coughs> but... Um, but no, yeah, I thought the the, the gap 
uh, in time really didn't work well for me. Well, we also didn't get a chance to watch Infinity War again before we came into yeah. Endgame. We had meant to watch it this last week, and we just it just didn't work out. Yeah, because the funny thing, like, I feel like you put these two movies together, mm-hmm. um, and you watch them. If you go back and listen to our Infinity War podcast you will probably hear Erica shitting on me for not giving a damn about Spider-Man yeah, that fading is a thing, away. That is a thing that happens because I'm able to suspend my disbelief in you or not. Um, but, <laughs> um, but I think it, if... I What bothered me about it is that, like, the trying to sell it as it's, it actually happened and he's not coming back. It just, I don't know. It just didn't work for me, but I think it would have been more effective for someone like me. If, if I knew like three months later, we're getting the follow, we're getting the conclusion. You have to wait a whole year. Right. Eh. Cause I, you know, I think that's the problem is it doesn't, you know, the scene way when they dust away, what are they? There's a term. They, someone has a, I thought it, we we were calling it dusting. Dusting. I okay. thought so. Okay, and I oh. just can't remember. The, you know the dusting. I you dusted. It just you know, deep down, this is not the end of the story. But I think you could argue that at least when I was still reading comics, it was the same way. Mm. Oh, they killed so and so off. Okay. Right. I I know for a fact they're coming back at some point. Right. So, so, it, so it's it just it was it's hard to it's hard for that to be an emotional moment eh, for me. me. I don't know. Um, you know, it was more impactful in this movie because you knew going into this that it's there's a changing of the guard. Oh, some of your major characters aren't signed up for any more movies, right? You know, there's stuff you know that saying if they die in this movie, it's done. They're yeah, done. They're done. And there, you know, there's an impact to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why uh, Tony was so effective at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why Cap so effective at the end. Oh In very different ways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and the 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 last line from Tony is great too. Yeah. Because you got that mirror of the uh, ending of the first movie. And I'm very. I'm very glad they didn't try to undercut that with humor. Well, I think they know this is a... They knew this is like... This is a very serious moment. Let's not... Right. Yeah. And so... I mean, I think you got some, like, giggles when Thanos... Because uh, he heard that real cool line that his future self said. And he's like, I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that later. The I'm inevitable or whatever the hell, and he tries and snaps and it doesn't work because the Infinity Stones aren't in his uh, on the glove anymore. Uh, you get that kind of nervous laughter there. Well, he, he, there, but I, 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 I'm not so much. <laughs> but in the actual death scene, there's nothing. And from from the actual death and even through the funeral, right? You know, uh, Happy's on the porch with. Morgan. Morgan. Oh my God! Talking about cheeseburgers, and I'm here sobbing again. Yeah. Jesus. And you know, they did it 
it was very poignant and it was very it was like okay this is not the time for joking right exactly. and sometimes movies fuck that up yes sometimes they do uh, uh but the this one did not yeah you had some very humorous moments in it oh yeah the stuff with uh what is it korg cord and I, I forget his little buddy's name, but oh, when I they're remember. they're playing like Fortnite or some shit, and it's it's outstanding. Yeah, um, it was Fortnite, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was Fortnite. Man, if I had to hazard a guess, Bob, I have not played a second. Fortnite, of Fortnite. is inevitable, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was Fortnite. Korg is the uh, the one. I can't find the other one. Right I can't now, remember his little buddy's name. Um, Taika well, knew it was up. So yeah. did John Favreau. John Favreau's like, I'm directing the Iron Man picture. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be in it too. I think this Happy Hogan character. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play him. That'll be pretty good. I think. Mm-hmm. Get myself inserted into this franchise. Taika did the same thing. Yeah. I got the mocap. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> I'm an actor. I got it. Don't worry. I got it. Was he wearing the pineapple shirt when he was doing the mocap? One can only hope. Uh, Thor, this kid uh, is being mean to me online again. <laughs> so if so, if we go back to it, so you know they do the scene with Hawkeye at the beginning, then you get the uh, <coughs> the Marvel thing, um, and then you get uh, a short, a, a pretty short section. Of them figuring out where Thanos is. It's like three weeks later. Tony has been like starving in space with uh, 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 Nebula. Yep. Uh, Carol shows up. Yep. Carol. Hey. Carol. Hey. There is no Carol in HR. Um, All of these people exist. And they're all waiting for their mail. Um, So she brings them, uh, uh, Nebula and Tony, back to Earth. Tony has a little bit of like a freak out, um, basically blaming Cap for uh, everything that's happened, mm-hmm. and um, they figure out where uh, uh, Thanos is and go pay him a visit to try and get the stones back. And what we discover is he has used the stones to destroy the stones, mm-hmm. and then Thor cuts his head off because everyone's pretty pissed off. Yep, just a little bit. And that's where we get our five-year uh, time jump because yep. everyone is just like, all right, not much we can do. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we jump five years in the future. Yep. Uh, and then you see a little bit of, you know, how they're coping or not, not really so much. coping. So did you feel? Because I don't want to just go through like yeah. the movie beat by beat because people have seen it. So yeah, did did you find that each of the characters, at least the the mains in this movie, mm-hmm. were used effectively? For the most part, yeah. I'm, and now you're gonna make me go through the list, and it's a long list. There's a lot of characters. Yes. Um. Tony definitely, Steve definitely. Um, what did you think of what they did with Thor? Uh, Fat Thor. Fat Thor. Fat Thor. Fat Mac. <laughs> Fat Mac. Can we get? Can we get him to recreate uh, word for word the scene 
where Mac is in the confessional. That's a whole episode. <laughs> the donuts randomly appear. Oh, that's a great episode of television. <laughs> um, Thor. This is a tough one because it it's staying kind of true to the goofy character that they kind of created. But he's dealing with some shit. Yeah. Because he's really blaming himself for not... Cause was he, he's the one that ultimately kills Thanos when they find him. Yeah. And uh, when Rhodey is like, what did you do? He's like, I went for the head. And that's what he didn't do when they were originally fighting him. Yeah. So he and he blames himself for that. Right. Um I don't know, it just parts of it seemed a little too a little overdone. Too jokey jokey for you? A little bit. Um but you know, I think I think they the premise they did was good. Um and Well and Valkyrie is still kicking around. Because we were worried that she might have been uh, either killed right. in the opening of Infinity War or she got snapped. But she is still around. Yep. And we're going to talk about that later. Uh, she, Fuck it. We'll talk about it now. That Pegasus in that final battle. Oh, my God. That Pegasus is everywhere, Glorious. too. Glorious. I love it. it was great. Just all over the place. Love it. Uh, <laughs> you got a cool visual. Let's use it to fuck again, guys. Let's do this. How and did where was the Pegasus? Was the Pegasus on the ship with them? Is the Pegasus a new Asgard? Where is the Pegasus, Bob? Does she summon the Pegasus like some sort of rad Pokemon? Maybe she can shrink it. Is it like a spell? Like a, a summon creature spell? Summon steed? Maybe. So many questions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, how did you? What did you think of the, the scene between Thor and his mother? I mean, ultimately, I think you needed someone to kind of pull him out of his funk. Uh-huh. And it wasn't going to be Rocket. He tried. He tried very hard. But mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know, and I, I, I haven't gone back and watched those first two Thor movies in a very, very, very long time. So I never got, like, the impression that Thor and his mom were crazy close. I mean, even, memory serves, it was more her and Loki that were closer. Um, so I understood what they were doing, but I don't know if it kind of lined up with stuff that had come before. Yeah. But you needed somebody to do that for him. Yep. Um, <clears throat> uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye. I was really surprised they killed off Scarlett Johansson. In a fairly permanent way. Yes. You know? Because I was under the impression we were doing a Black Widow movie, but maybe it's going to be a prequel, or maybe she's not interested anymore. Or, you know, maybe it was a red herring. (gasps) There is no movie. What? Which they should be doing, honestly. They Mm. should be fake announcing movies to throw you off. (laughs) Uh, I did... I, I liked that... You know, I, I enjoyed their fighting to see who would who would kill themselves. Yes, that was. Um, but uh, uh, ultimately, she she is like, no, you have a family. You're trying to save your family. Like, 
Right. Yeah. I don't have any. It's fine. Yeah. So. I got it. I got it. Don't worry about it. Yep. I'll also say, though, it's a little annoying that they were... There was that that kind of... It wasn't even like a romance. It was just sort of implied between Natasha and uh, uh, Bruce. And they had a couple mentions of it in this movie, but it was basically dropped. Yeah. Which was just kind of like, okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, fine. Yeah, I think it was... was, uh, If I had to guess... I think it was one of those things coming out of Age of Ultron that people didn't terribly like much. Well, because it was just kind of like what? So they just kind of were like, yeah, we'll yeah, just pretend just like not it's talk not about there that anymore. He's uh, having space adventures with Thor. Um, you know, and I do, I do like the the broken person having to come back and redeem themselves. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and there's stuff you can do with that mm-hmm. in the future. Um. But so, um, so I thought that was fine. Um, Rhodey is just kind of there. Yeah, Don Cheadle's just kind of picking up a paycheck. Yeah. Um, He's there for some color commentary. He's got some quips. <coughs> Ant Man, surprisingly relevant to the plot. Well, we once we watched Ant Man and the Wasp, we we knew the quantum realm would play. Yeah. Some role. Yeah. Into it, right? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I did. <laughs> you know, you knew they were going to go to Banner to get for, hey, you're you're a smart guy, You're right? a smarty. Uh, I, and I did like that they were like, um, yeah, uh, he's like, I don't know everything. Right. You know, that was. Right. I think we said in our Ant-Man and uh, the Wasp episode that he's going to be like all about the quantum like mechanics and shit. Yeah. But no, it's, it's Tony who can't let it go because it's Tony that figures it out. Which is, if you look at the arc of, uh, of Iron Man through all the movies, this was the only way to end his story. Oh, definitely. You know, he's, so he had to go out sacrificing himself for yeah. the greater good, for sure. There for was sure. no way it was going to end any other way. No. Um, and it 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 paid off, and it was satisfying. Yeah. And that's uh, impressive to do. Well, and you managed to give him a little bit of a happy ending too, because he did have that time with Pepper and uh, his daughter. Yeah. You know, it's ever enough, but he did get something. Right. But he's just, that's not the way he's wired. There's a problem. He has to fix it. Yep. And he keeps that photo of uh, Pete right at eye line for when he's uh, contemplating and washing dishes. So, I mean, what'd you think was going to happen then? Uh, Carol is, again, just kind of there. Yeah, she you you really thought after Captain Marvel that and they kind of hyped her up significantly that she m- was going to play a little bit bigger of a role. Yeah. And part of me is I mean she was there and she definitely did stuff, but this was really the old guard's time to shine. Yes. So I am glad that 
she didn't just fly in and it was the Carol show then. Yeah, I think there was a little bit of a disconnect in, you know, in her power. Like, you know, she did overpower Thanos, but not by as much as... Well, he's also holding off six stones, though. I'm assuming that has some effect Maybe, on his yeah. power level. I, I don't know. What's, What's your, your power, power level? That's <laughs> really big. Mine, too. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we expect more from Carol in the, the next phase. Um, yeah. uh, Nebula? I really liked what they did with her in this movie. You know, you saw her, uh, as we saw in um, not only Guardians, but Infinity War. She really kind of, you know, separated herself from what Thanos wanted her to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, you see it right at the beginning. The stuff with Tony in the ship where she, like, helps puts him in the chair when he falls asleep. He's like, yeah, there's like no food left. And she's like, no, you, you have that. Now, skinny body Downey, was that, uh, did he, did he go full bail on that? Or what, what do we think was with that? Yeah. <laughs> um, how about Rocket? I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of him. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I think you hit the, the nail on the head though, like, this was the old guards movie. It's the old guards movie. For um, sure. and so that that was probably one of the ones that got uh, either cut or toned down. He had some good moments, but though. he did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the. I liked his line of like, "You're only smart for this planet." Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the last one I'm going to bring up, uh, because Infinity War was really his movie. Thanos. I mean, Thanos was kind of... He's just there to be defeated, ultimately. Mm-hmm. You know? It's... its Now, you did this to us in that first movie, so you're here just for us to get vengeance on. Just for us to defeat, you know? Uh, I, I think he was such a, a big personality in that first movie, mm-hmm. and really the focus, like you said, that... Not, he's just, he's a more traditional, like, he's just the villain. Well, what what was interesting in Infinity War is they really played it up as, like, no, he genuinely believes in what he's doing. Which you have to do with someone who's a genocidal maniac. um, They have to believe in what they're doing. And in this movie, they kind of peel that back a little bit. And they're like, oh, no, he's just... Well, because he's... Just a monster. Right. He's like... What, what does he say when he's fighting uh, Thor, uh, Cap, and, and Tony? He's like, um, you know, normally this, this shit isn't personal, but this... This one is. This is personal. Well, I did like... You know, it, it's certainly hard to do uh, after the last movie, but they did manage to raise the stakes in this one. Mm-hmm. Um and you know kind of that concept that you know i i see now that i got to just completely start from scratch 
you can't get rid of half because you run no because shits. right you'll always have people that are like um hey do you remember when you killed like half of everyone, everyone that i love yeah I'm gonna come flying at you for vengeance dude <laughs> sorry it's kind of a thing i have to do so um so so you know for especially for how large of a cast it was and i did like that you know when they finally succeed in bringing people back that it's really like they're literally there just to fight mm-hmm. because otherwise you would not be able to do the movie if you were trying to do character stuff with these people no and you get character stuff with some of them right you get stuff with spider-man Everyone gets a little moment. Yeah. At least the major characters do. Right. Peter Quill gets a moment. Uh, uh, Carol gets a moment. You know, Black Panther gets a moment. It's they, yeah. Yeah. Um, But not much more than a moment. No, just because they're so, and again, it's, it's the old guard. This is the old guards movie. This is Thor. This is Iron Man. And this is Cap. This is the... The culmination of their stories and moving on, it's not really going to be about them anymore. Yep. I am, um, and we can talk about that more in a little bit. Uh, so, you know, this movie is kind of, uh, what I've seen online, um, and I, I did avoid reviews, but you can't avoid headlines. Yeah, I didn't read any reviews either. But the headline I saw was, this is three movies smashed into one. And I think that's pretty fair. But I would argue, being it's it does it in a way that's fine. Oh, yeah. It, and I don't think they were trying to be critical of it. It's just, it is funny how it's kind of structured. Well, and I think it's weird, right? Because usually we'll come in and if a movie, we find it overly complicated... We'll kind of criticize it for that. Mm-hmm. And I think you can definitely say this movie is overcomplicated. So there's... um, There is... But it didn't bother me the way it bothers me in other movies. There is something called the Zen of Python. Mm-hmm. And it's this poem written by the guy who invented the language of Python. Mm-hmm. And... Um, one of the uh, one of the rules in the Zen of Python is things can don't it's like things don't make things complicated, but things can be complex. And that's the thing in this movie, the the basic premise is pretty simple. Get the stones, fix things. Right. You know, there's a lot of complexity in how to get from A to B. A lot of moving parts, right, right. But it's not like, um, oh, what was the last movie we saw? Ant-Man and the Wasp. Where there's like three different antagonists. You just needed to grab one of those plots. And just go with it. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so, um, so even though there is a shit ton going on in this movie... It's all actually in service of that one, one, that one third through right. line, right? And so I think that's why this succeeds where other complicated movies tend to get off beaten track. Here's a question for you. Yeah. 
Back in Age of Ultron. Did Steve know he could lift up uh, Mohinir? And did he just not because he didn't want to upset Thor? <laughs> Was he aware the whole time? Because when he picks it up in this movie, it's badass as fuck. Uh-huh. I got a kick out of that. That made me very happy. Uh-huh. Well, and he was able to act, he was able to summon lightning. It's pretty sweet. Maybe so. it's from the uh, Asgardian booze that he drank during Age of Ultron. <laughs> it never left his system. Um it's alluded to but not explicitly addressed that you know Vision didn't come back. Um Oh no, because he was one of the one of the stones. Right. So yeah, he's just he, yeah. He's gone. Right. Um, there is potential for the best villain in the entire MCU to appear again now. Well, I believe they're doing a... There's going to be a show on that Disney streaming network. Uh, so that's why that's why that happened with Loki. <laughs> that's why Loki got away. Mm-hmm. Out into the universe so he can he can do his thing. Yep. No, Loki. <laughs> Time travel, though. It's just... It's like, wait, but... No, it's just like, yeah. It goes back to that scene in Looper. If you think about it too much... Just don't worry we, we just sit here and argue about time travel. Repeat to yourself, it's just a show. I should really just relax. Right. <laughs> um, I I did think the final battle was very well done. I liked that it kind of started with the big three at first. And then, um, so Tony's, you know, coming in with the with the hammer. And then um, uh, Thanos destroys his shield, basically. But, you know, Steve still gets up because he's fucking Captain America. Yep. You've got Steve the... Steve came in with the hammer. What did I say? Tony. Steve, excuse me. Um, and then Thanos says the army... Coming in, and it it's Captain America standing against this 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 army himself, and that's when uh, the portals start opening, and everybody comes back, and that's when we get our big, big dumb fight. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I I like the more interpersonal fighting, like the closer up stuff. The big, dumb CG battles are fine. But they kind of got in there and you did get those little moments with some of the characters. I think the big CG battle works for me when it is properly built up to it. Yeah. You know. And I I think of all the movies, you can argue this is the movie where the big dumb CG battle makes the most sense. I I mean, it is weird to have like a big traditional or like medieval style battle. Yes. In this time period. A Lord of the Rings esque battle in this time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, uh, okay, whatever. But you know, it, it, it was, this is the movie to, to do it in. Right. Uh, so, oh man. And we got another big battle this weekend. An exhausting, emotionally exhausting weekend. Oh man! So battle is over. Tony has passed. Um, they they talked about this earlier in the movie where they can bring the the stones back 
to um, their points in time so they can make sure those timelines don't, you know, branch off and shit doesn't get, you know, whack. Um, so uh, Steve agrees he's going to be the one to go back and take care of that. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know if what they do lines up with the way they kind of explain time travel. I guess it kind of does. But that resolves itself with uh, Steve having stayed in the past and gotten old. Yeah. And uh, married Peggy Carter and uh, succeeded in making me sob at the end of this movie. (laughs) They finally got their dance, Bob. Sad, yet so happy. Um... And yeah, I mean, it, they were just great callbacks to the endings of all of their particular movies, right? Yep. I mean, Thor's going off on this this new this new adventure with the Guardians. Uh, uh, Steve got his happy ending that you know he always should have had uh-huh. for everything that he kind of sacrificed. Yep. And Tony gave up himself because he had always been a selfish prick, and he finally learned that. I can't be that way anymore. So. I I don't know where you go now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because it's just like, this is the big exhale, right? Like, <sighs> well, okay. I, th- I think, uh, so the next movie uh, in is going to be Spider-Man. Far From Home, yes. Far From Home. And that comes out in just a few months. Um, where is the list of MCU movies? Have they announced anything else? That's what I wanted to double check because I don't think so. Um, I don't think so either. And it has been, um, so it was up until recently, Spider-Man Far From Home was considered part of Phase 4, but they've recently said that they consider uh, this next Spider-Man as part of Phase 3 still. And that Spider-Man Far From Home is the end of Phase 3, which doesn't fucking make any sense. No. Um, but, okay, fine. Sure, sure Mark. Whatever. That's fine. Um, but, yeah, there's... It, well, the, and with that streaming platform that Disney's going to have now, I know they announced a bunch of shows. I don't know if they're kind of steering it that way. I mean, there's always going to be Marvel movies, but... Well... You know, the fact that there isn't anything announced um, past this, uh, past Spider-Man, which is in July, I mean, there's got to be something in production. One would think. You would think, right? It'd be weird for there not to be. Well, it, Guardians 3. We know Guardians 3 is in production. Oh, that's true. Because they brought James Gunn back. Um, uh, so there's there's stuff in production, just not announced. Um, but... I, I am going to wonder a lot more if now that this has kind of culminated, are you going to start to see the signs of the superhero fatigue that people keep talking about? Well, I think it all depends. Uh, and Spider-Man, I think, is a, is a good movie to have coming out after this because yeah. people love Spider-Man. Yeah. You're going to go to a Spider-Man movie. Now, mm-hmm. the like another Captain Marvel movie? I don't know. Yeah. Because, I mean, that first Captain Marvel did very well, I yes, thought. Yes, it did. 
So, uh, I don't know. I think we'll see. Because, I mean, you would think that at some point there would be diminishing returns, right? Yeah. But these things have been going strong for 11 years now. So, <laughs> there's, you know, there there is a bubble. It will eventually burst. Yeah. And it's just a matter of when. Yeah. Um, well, and the other thing is, do you build up to another... Like, you know, 10 years down the road, are you building towards something like this again? You know, I mean. Well, and, you know. And you can go, like, so many different directions. What? So the problem I feel like Marvel's going to have is what are you building up to? Well, that's my, my whole point. Right? Like, yeah. Because... You, you're, you're the stakes in this movie were literally everything in the universe. Everything, right? What next? Like, right. are we going after the multiverse? <laughs> but no, it would have been like if if DC got to Apocalypse or Dark Side, and you dispatch of Dark Side, and now it's like, what? What do now? What do now? So. You know, it's it's one of those things. It's like stories need to end. Oh yeah, definitely. And, um, this this was we talked about in Ant Man and the Wasp uh, in that episode we just did. You know what Marvel has done with this franchise? You know, going back to Iron Man. Um, May 2nd, 2008. Um, Which is crazy. It is just incredible. It's an achievement. No matter what you think of the movies, yeah. what they have built is an achievement. Yeah. An achievement of what? I think that would vary from person to person. Mm-hmm. But it's impressive what they managed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they, I just, I don't feel... A whole heck of a lot of desire to see much beyond this. Because this was the ending. Right. And and it was satisfying. So mm-hmm. anything going beyond it is just... Okay. Oh, it, it's icing on the cake, but then how much is too much of a good thing? Right. But I think you could argue that as long as they keep making good movies, that it's fine. You know? Sorry, I continue to just make noise for no reason. Because to me, I would argue the only real clunker in the entire franchise is Thor The Dark World. Yeah. Now, is there stuff that I, I've seen and I'm like, I don't need to go back and watch that again? Sure. Are there movies that I go back and watch frequently? Of course. But... There wasn't anything that was that made you sit there and go, "Oh wow, they're fucked." Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, so if we look at, um, you know, the the forward moving franchise, um, uh, you mentioned Guardians. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, Black Panther, um, which we will no doubt get a sequel for. Oh, like, there's no way we won't. Yeah. Um, yeah, Black Panther. Doctor Strange is still kicking, though I really have no desire. Yeah, to yeah. see anything further from Doctor Strange. Um, 
I just don't like Benedict. Or I, I just don't like the character, personally. But uh, Ant Man is still around. <laughs> I'm laughing because I have uh, an idea for a, an AU featuring a uh, Doctor Strange esque character. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh wait, we are gonna get Black Captain America. Well, I think they're doing a show on the Disney Network, that streaming network, uh, with uh, Sam and Bucky, if memory serves. Um, oh, give me a movie. Give me a movie. Come on. Come on. I- I'd like a movie. Um, oh, that was a great scene. And he gives him a shield. Oh, so good. Just so good. Like they just they did really right by Cap throughout the entire franchise. You need to go back and watch those movies. Those are outstanding. But um No, there's places you can go. It's just you are really gonna be starting not quite from square one, but from pretty close to square one. Yeah. And that's fine. You gotta build you gotta build up all these characters again. I'm sorry, Bobby. You mean we don't just shotgun something right away after one movie? I assumed we'd have another giant big team up right after uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, yeah. No, that's what we need. Shotgun it right away. Yep. No development of anything. Just let's go. Let's get there. Uh, and they have, of course, you know, really opened up the world to space travel. I got your space weirdness. Yeah, so. (sighs) Which, you know, I'm here for. I love that shit. Hey. Um, So, yeah, you know, I don't know where it goes. Um, Ultimately, though, very, a very satisfying conclusion. Yeah. And to uh, the, to the, this, these, these phases of the Marvel universe. Yep. Um, And I, I, I do. Oh, finish your thought. Oh, go ahead. Where does this fall on the hot dog scale? On the hot... Oh, damn it. God damn it. You know, I forgot that one time, Bob, and I'm never going to forget again. Shit. Because you made the mistake of reminding me. I did. I could have let it go. You could have. And then we would have broken it. Yeah. And it would have been, you know, just fine. Uh, Jack would have yelled at us, but, you know, you might you might have been free. This is Oh, see there's This is that last dog that la- from the that this is from that last pass of the of the of the vendor walking the stands with the Vienna beef dog and the wrapper You've been sitting at Wrigley for four fucking hours because the game just doesn't want to end. <laughs> just keeps going. And he's just trying to get rid of this I'm last so dog. so tired. But it's still so fucking good. You know nothing better than a dog at the ballpark. And especially those steamed ones. Oh, yeah. I know people like the grilled ones, no, but I prefer no, the steamed no, no, one. No, no, no. The bun is basically glued yeah. to the hot dog. No, that's that. Yeah. No, that's right where you want to be. Um, And, it, you know. It 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 just it just feels so good. So I think that goes to say we would both recommend this. But yes. there's no chance you're not seeing this movie. No. 
This is one of those where if you've been following, th- this is the this is the end. You're watching this movie. Now, you know, though, that there are people out there who have not seen any other Marvel movies and who will get dragged to this. And those are weird people. It's just it. it's so crazy to me that that would that people like that would exist just because we've followed the movie so closely. So it just seems like second nature to us but yeah. maybe it's not to other people but yeah so I, I do think we're gonna call it there folks because it is way past Erica's bedtime um, as always uh, please go check out the other Team Puma Knife podcasts we've got Subtle Interference Improvised Weapons Beyond the Red Waste is on for a couple more episodes uh, go check out the back catalog of After the Movie we uh, cover a lot of the Marvel movies that we talked about here today and then uh, go check out the back catalog of Oof, I Wrote That. Uh, and thank you. Thank you for uh, joining us. We we really appreciate you guys listening, uh, even late into the night as it is. So uh, thank you again. Have yourselves a lovely evening. Bye. This has been a Puma Knife production.